Hello, I'm here by myself this morning. I'm missing my Monday morning crew, but I hope that you all listen to this uh, sometime soon. I'll also be doing a live streaming class um, at some point tomorrow morning, hopefully around 10, and I will make that link available on the podcast page. So that will be uh, Tuesday, March 17th, and I'll be wearing my best green yoga gear. Um, So hopefully some of you can or did join me for that, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, Yeah, I don't have a lot planned today, (laughs) to be honest, Um, but I need to be on my mat right now, and maybe you're feeling the same way. So let's... uh, Let's be on our mats. So let's begin this journey uh, by coming to a comfortable cross-legged seated position, perhaps up on some padding. Settle down through your legs and hips. Recognize all those spaces where your body is making contact with the surfaces beneath you. and root down through those spaces. Visualize energy extending from your body into the earth, grounding you in this present moment. And then from that grounded, rooted seat, lift up out of the waistline, grow tall along your spine. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthening the sides of your body. And then loop your shoulder blades together behind your heart, creating an expanse across your chest. Now the weight of your forearms might melt down towards the floor and with that weight, bringing the shoulder blades down the back side of the chest. Tilt your chin parallel to the mat, draw the sides of the neck back, lift and lengthen along the back of your skull. Feel the air of the room across your exposed skin. And let the edges of your physical being soften. You might picture this as a gentle aura glowing about you. Recognize your Uh, face. Is there an expression on your face at this moment? Any areas of tension? If so, release through those spaces as the gaze turns inward. Soft cheeks, broad forehead, relaxed jaw. Begin to breathe in and out through your nostrils. And I'm noticing today that just the act of stepping onto my mat, getting into a uh, space 
where I have um, availability for my practice. I notice just in setting myself up with those things, I'm already breathing more deeply. So notice if that's true for you. If not, then take this time to make a conscious effort to draw more air into your lungs with each inhalation, to push more stale air out of your lungs with each exhalation. And now begin Ujjayi Pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. This action, this contraction will be accompanied by an aspirant sound. I like to think of that sound uh, like the sound of ocean waves. The breath swelling and ebbing. Each wave of breath, a unique experience. Arrive with your breath. Arrive with curiosity, with appreciation, gratitude for each moment you can sit here and breathe. As you breathe, fill your lungs from bottom, middle to top. Then how much of your body can you move with your breath in this seated position? Can you feel your breath build energy, prana, from the bottom of your pelvic floor, up through your abdomen, outer hips, lower back, abdomen, waistline, middle back, in and around your entire rib cage, swelling the top of your chest, your upper back, and even drawing energy up the back of the throat and even continuing that energy up through the crown of the head. And then as you exhale, draw the awareness down from the crown of the head back along that journey in the opposite direction. Gentle contraction, deflating, releasing of all of those areas until you once again arrive at the pelvic floor and you might engage Mula Bandha at that point. So drawing in and up on the pelvic floor at the end of your exhale, perhaps just for a moment, holding empty with this root lock and then releasing that root lock as you draw back up the length of the central channel. Today, let's also, at the top of the breath, um, practice Jalandra Banda. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but the, um, the throat lock or the net lock, I think is the, um, the translation. So this is just uh, at the top of the breath, you might tilt your chin very slightly towards your chest so that the, um, the, uh, the upper part of 
the um, throat kind of contracts at the top of the lungs. So that will be at the top of the inhale, and you might just do that for a moment with your next inhale. Tilt the chin down, hold the lungs full, and then as you exhale, lift the chin back parallel to the floor, follow the journey of the breath back down to the earth, draw in and up Mula Bandha for a moment, release Mula Bandha, draw in the next inhalation. So with this framework, we'll begin the practice of box breathing. So we'll inhale for a count of four, tilt the chin to the chest, Jalandra Banda, for a four count, holding the breath in. Lift the chin, exhale for a count of four, pressing out through the pelvic floor, drawing in and up Mula Banda, four count, and that will be one round. We'll do two rounds together, and then you'll do two rounds with your own counting. So empty the lungs, and we'll inhale for one, two, three, four. Hold, tilt the chin, one, two, three, four. Lift the chin, exhale top to bottom, one, two, three, Four, pull in Mula Bandha, hold the lungs empty. One, two, three, four. Release, draw in. One, two, three, four. Fill and hold, tilt the chin. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, Four, hold empty, draw in and up, Mula Bandha. One, two, three, four. Explore these movements with your own count. When you've completed your four rounds of box breath, return to your ujjayi pranayama. Smooth inhale, smooth exhale. Draw your palms together in front of your heart and we will chant Om three times before beginning the posture practice. Exhale and inhale for Om.
Bow your head to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. We're going to switch the cross of our legs, bringing the opposite ankle on top. Root down through the hips once again, right hand wraps behind the right hip, left hand crosses to the right thigh. Inhale, grow tall. Exhale, revolve. Keep the hips and legs grounding as you lift up out of the pelvis, lengthen through the trunk. Revolve around that central channel, opening your chest towards the right wall. Maybe pulling the left shoulder gently away from the left ear, wrapping the right shoulder uh, onto the back of the chest so the collar bones are broad. The chest is open and lifted. Gaze takes, uh, leads with the left eye over the right shoulder. And then once you have the shape, use the breath to uh, grow the pose. Inhale, explore space between the vertebrae along your spine, especially the space of the upper back, maybe even paying some special attention to the neck today. And then as you exhale, is it possible to surrender deeper into the twist? So rather than pushing, can you think about the expression of the pose being a surrender? Keep the left hand where it is, right arm extends along the right ear, reaching up out of the right waistline, and then exhale, lean the upper body at an angle over the left thigh, root the right hip down towards the floor, use the left hand to pull the left shoulder forward, gaze up beyond the right tricep muscles, relax the edges of the mouth, and let your body bring you deeply into the present moment. So what sensations are you feeling here? Where, what, how? Identify your experience. And then how can you change, grow, deepen your experience with each breath? Pay attention to that unnecessary tension you may be holding in your jaw or around the edges of your mouth. Inhale, bring you back to center, untwist. We'll do the second side, left hand behind the hip, right hand crosses to the left thigh. Inhale, grow tall, exhale, revolve. Again, move into the pose gradually with awareness. I always think about moving the pose from the floor to the ceiling so that the uh, right uh, waistline shifts towards the belly, the belly button shifts towards the left waistline, and then move that same action across the ribs, uh, middle back, chest, upper back, neck, and gaze. Take the gaze with the right eye over the left shoulder, head of the right arm bone gently away from the ear, left shoulder blade hugging to the back of the heart, Collarbones broad, heart open and lifted. Return to your breath in the pose. Be curious about your body in this shape at this moment.
Keep your right hand where it is. Left arm extends along the left ear. Reach up out of the left waistline and exhale, lean over the right thigh. Tap the left hip down. Use the right arm to pull the right shoulder forward so that you're looking up beyond your left tricep muscles. Soften the edges of the mouth. Soften the gaze. You might even close the eyes if that's preferable. Let the experience of your body in this shape bring you into the present moment, into each breath. Inhale, lift back up to center. This time we'll take a little counter twist to the right before, before coming forward off of any padding into a tabletop position. Plant your wrists below your shoulders, spread your fingers, turn your hands out slightly, knees are hip width distance, slightly behind the hips. And we'll begin our cat and cows. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift, contract the back body to open up the front. And then exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling into cat. And continue with the pace of your own breath. So how many times have you done this before? I, I, it would be hard to guess how many times I've done this. Uh, definitely in the thousands. So recognize that today is a new day. Your body might have things to tell you as you move through these shapes. Always be listening. Use the practice. Use the poses to get into a deep dialogue between your mind and your body. So as you might be hearing things that your body is telling you as you move through these shapes, how do you respond? Do you respond with kindness? Perhaps your body is saying, oh, that feels really good. I, might, I could really use more of that shape. So maybe you hold your cow pose for a few more breaths, giving your body an opportunity to explore some of the sensations that are coming up. You might shift your hips from side to side. You might send your hips back towards your heels and come to a little bit of a child's pose. So let your movements be an expression. Let your movements be a kind exploration of your body as it is on the mat today. And approach your body with love and acceptance. Okay, from here we will move back into a neutral spine, drawing the low ribs in and back, lengthening back through the tailbone, reaching forward through the heart, and angle the right shin out to the right, stack the left hip, left shoulder on top of the right side, so that the chest is now facing the left wall. Lift the left heel to the height of the left hip. So this, you can feel that this pose might be akin to or similar to a half moon. So stack the hips, stack the shoulder, press out through the left foot, down through the right knee, lengthen the tailbone back, and then point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach back for the outside of the foot or ankle for a bind. So this is similar to the bound uh, half moon or the 
candy cane pose, I think it's translated as, which seems weird. Okay, kick your foot into your hand, press your left thigh bone towards the right wall. Left shoulder being hugged deeply onto the back of your chest. Extend back through the left knee, down through the right knee. Lengthen the tailbone towards the back of your mat so the lower spine stays long. Perhaps you start to take your gaze up, tilting the sides of the neck back, tops of the ears back. Recognize the rooting in the right wrist. So I know for me, I'm pushing down through the right wrist, and what I need to do is shift weight out of the wrist, ground more through the knuckles of the right hand. And then look down, hand down, knee down. We'll do the second side. Angle the left shin out to the left at about a 45 degree angle. Stack the right shoulder, right hip on top of the left side. So coming to a modified side plank. And then elevate the right heel to the height of the hip. Lengthen back through the tailbone, push out through the sole of the right foot. Again, consider the uh, commonalities between this pose and half moon, which we will be doing later on in the practice. Point your right toes, bend your right knee, Reach for the outside of the foot or ankle, get a good grip, and then begin to kick your thigh towards the left wall. So pushing the thigh uh, back, tucking the tailbone forward. Let the right shoulder blade hug deeply onto the back of your chest. Turn your gaze up if you'd like, little uh, test on your balance here. Root down through the left knuckles. again. You might notice the uh, left wrist is bearing a heavy burden here. So shift weight out of the wrist and expand through the fingers. Push your fingerprints down. And then look down, hand down, knee down. Okay, more here. Extend your left leg back from your tabletop. Knee and toes point down. Extend your right arm forward. Hips at an even height, shoulders at an even height, point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach back for the inside of the ankle with the right hand. So now we're crossing the body. I call this crossbow pose. Kick your foot into your hand, lift your left thigh away from the floor. Let your right shoulder blade be drawn deeply onto the back of your chest. Keep your gaze steady forward and down, or if you'd like, you might even take your gaze up. Recognize what feels um, what feels better today? So um, I, I don't think I usually take my gaze up. And honestly, taking the gaze up doesn't really add much to my experience of the pose. If it does for you, do it. So take some liberty. Make the practice your own. Push into the foot. Lift through the thigh. Roll the shoulder back. And release. Right hand, left knee down. Second side. Right leg extends back. Left arm extends forward. I hope I'm getting left and right correct here because I don't have my people telling me when I'm saying things wrong. <laughs> right foot back, left arm forward, and find your stability, perhaps either looking down or forward. And then point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach back for the inside of the foot at the ankle perhaps. Once you have a good grip, kick and lift. Thigh away from the floor, shoulder blade wraps to the back of the heart. Kick and lift, experiment with the gaze again. Either gaze can be down and forward, you can start to tilt the tops of the ears back as you continue to lift through the crown of the head. 
Again, notice the weight distribution in the hand. So is that wrist bearing the brunt of the posture, brunt of your body weight? So shift weight out of the wrist, down into the knuckles, kick and lift, and release. Whew, that was quite a hold. Okay, <laughs> uh, plant the wrist, and we're gonna step the legs back into a plank position. Establish your plank. So shoulders, hips, and heels in alignment. If your hips are swaying towards the floor, then either try to lift through the sides of the waistline to get them to the, uh, in line with the heels and shoulders, or bring the knees down to the floor for better alignment. Okay, engage the muscles of the legs, and then slowly melt the knees to the floor. Like you're doing cow pose in the low back, to, uh, that's right, yeah. Uh, tilt your tailbone skyward so you feel a contraction of the low back muscles. Reach your chin forward, start to bend your elbows back to lower your chin and chest to the floor at the same time. Elbows hugging towards the side ribs, shoulder blades on the back, and slide forward onto your belly. Keep your hands where they are. Lift your legs one at a time, press the tops of your feet down. Engage the muscles of your legs. So feel your kneecaps lift away from the floor as you engage your legs. Lengthen back through your tailbone and then scoop your tailbone forward. Can you feel the front of your pelvis push into the mat? Now, identify your lower abdomen. Try to pull it in and up. So try to lift that lower abdomen up off of the floor. So I've never achieved that, but I keep trying. So keep trying if, you're, if it's not lifting, and then point your elbows towards the ceiling, hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart, shoulders away from the ears, and we're going to curl up into a little baby cobra, using the strength of the upper back muscles to open and lift the heart space. Soften at the edges of your mouth. Let's move into this gradually, slowly, just waking up the upper back, keeping the legs toned, re-engaging the quadriceps, the kneecaps lift, pushing the feet down, lengthening the tailbone back, scooping it forward, lower abdomen in and up, and then let it go. Left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, head to the arm bones forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Come back to your breath. Occupy this space. Arrive with each breath. And let yourself feel supported in these moments. So these can often be the hardest times of the practice when everything slows down. When the demand <laughs> is lessened and you're just back to your breath. So let the mind ride the wave of each breath. And then once you kind of surrender to that feeling of riding the breath, then you might want to actually just stay there. But it's not to be. Bring your chin back to the floor. Point your toes, ground the tops of your feet, tone the muscles of your legs, lengthen your tailbone back, draw your lower abdomen in and up, plant your wrists, 
by your low ribs. Point your elbows to the ceiling. Hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Inhale, peel the chin and chest up away from the floor. Keep engaging the legs. Open the chest up and then begin to press down with the hands. As you press down, keep the elbows pulling in. Now draw the heels of the hands towards the back of the mat as the chest curls open. Open up into your king cobra pose. Side to the neck, that crown of the head lifts and lengthens towards the ceiling. Keep the legs engaged, front of the pelvis grounding. Notice in this moment where you're feeling, what you're feeling. Upper back is engaged, lower back is engaged, opening up the front of the body. Elbows down, collarbones broad, lift up, look up, and then exhale, let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, arms heavy at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, release the weight of your head, relax your neck, release the weight of your arms, broaden your upper back. Big toes touch, heels release apart, lower back broadens slightly. And again, slow down. Let your mind ride the wave of each breath. Perhaps identifying tension in the neck and the upper back that you might be experiencing with the head turned. Communicate with those spaces, sending breath, sending vital energy through those areas in an effort to let go of tension. Chin back to the mat, tuck your toes, plant your hands, send your hips all the way back to your heels. So for this extended child's pose, I'm gonna have you walk your hands back a little bit and then push your hands isometrically down and forward to tuck your tailbone strongly towards your heels. So feel the low spine, uh, lower spine um, lengthen in its um, rounding. Okay, so keep the tailbone strongly tucking towards the heels and then look forward, start to walk your arms forward. Spread your fingers, open your palms, engage the muscles of your arms. So lift your, uh, lift your outer armpits away from the floor. And then wrap your tricep muscles towards your face. So that's at once going to engage the upper back and broaden the upper back. Now release the weight of the head and heart down. Again, return to the breath. Let the breath lead you through the body in this shape. You might be feeling any number of areas here. So you might be feeling the upper back, the arms, the armpits, the hands. You might be feeling uh, opening in the low back. You might be focused on the opening of your feet here. So that might be a point of tension. So wherever it is, whatever it is, let the shape lead you into your body. And let the experience lead you back to the present moment.
Now we're gonna shift forward once again, shift the hips up and back and find ourselves in our first downward facing dog for today's practice. So as you'd like, you might walk your dog out. I really like a slow dog walk. So bend one knee, reach the opposite heel towards or to the floor as you lengthen the back of that leg. You might shift the hips from side to side, really communicating with the back of the leg and identifying where tension lies. And then once exploring the first leg, move on to the second leg. So again, always be, uh, being aware of imbalance that the practice might reveal. We use the two sides of our bodies in unique and different ways, and that builds over time to, uh, to uh, create tension, create imbalance in the two sides of our body. And one way we might uh, troubleshoot that <laughs> is to uh, spend a little bit more time on the sides of our body that feel shorter or tighter when we uh, come to these isometric or uh, uh, non-symmetrical poses. Okay, so bring your dog back to stillness, keeping any amount of bend in your knees, push your hands down and forward. Again, be aware of that rooting through the knuckles. Shift weight out of your wrists. As you push your hands down and forward, shift your hips up and back, release the weight of your head. And then as you inhale next, lift your right leg straight up and back. Knee and toes point down. Let the left heel melt towards the floor as you try to lift along the front of the left leg, pushing the left hip crease up and back. As you push back through the right foot to lengthen the leg, lift more strongly with the inseam of the right leg keeping the hips at an even height before you look forward and lunge your right foot between your hands. If you have blocks, you may place your hands on blocks on either side of your front foot. If you don't have blocks, you can uh, ball up your fist or use your fingertips. Melt your hips down and forward, right thigh parallel to the floor, lift through your left inner upper thigh, back leg straight and strong, chin and chest and right knee forward, shoulders away from the ears, collarbones broad. Identify what is happening in your body in this shape today. I feel I'm moving pretty slow through the practice this morning. Uh, it might be a reflection of my, um, I haven't been on my mat for a few days. So uh, I always notice if I haven't been on my mat for a few days, that sensations and post postures like this tend to be pretty big. So recognize that for yourself. If you've been practicing a lot, maybe this is not creating a lot of sensation. Okay, press your right foot down and forward. Shift your hips up and back. Round your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Root through the base of the right big toe. Lift into the right kneecap. Pull the right hip crease back. And then as you inhale, perhaps the hands walk forward, back, to either side of the foot as you melt into your lunge. Shoulders back, collarbones broad. Two more times, exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Inhale, forward to the lunge. Exhale, press back. And inhale to come forward. Keeping the left palm on a block or on the floor, bring your right hand to your right thigh. Press your right hand into your right thigh as you revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh. 
Stack your shoulders, look up, sweep the right arm skyward. Shift weight out of your left wrist, down into your left knuckles. As you expand across the chest space, perhaps look up as you reach up, and perhaps open up further, wrapping your left ribs towards the ceiling, right ribs towards the floor, so you're going to embrace the sky. And then hand down, press back, downward facing dog. Okay, we have a second side. As you inhale next, lift your left leg straight up and back, knee and toes point down. Push the hands evenly down and forward, rooting through the knuckles, lifting into the wrists. Let the right heel melt towards the floor as you lift into the right kneecap. Push the crease of the right hip up and back. Even out the hips, lift through the back inner thigh, push back through the sole of the left foot, release the weight of the head down. And then look forward, lunge the left foot between your hands. Again, set up with that same long stride. If your foot needs a hand, grab the ankle with the left hand and bring the heel below the knee. Melt the hips gently down and forward so left thigh is parallel to the floor and then lift strongly through your right inner upper thigh. Shoulders away from the ears, collarbones broad. Soften the edges of your mouth. Again, arrive with your lunge. Is it a comparable experience to your first side or is this second side revealing something that you might not have noticed on the first side or might not have been present on the first side? With your next exhale, push the left foot into the floor, pull the left hip back, straighten the left leg as you round the spine over the left leg, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee, back heel remains lifted. And with an inhale, melt the hips down and forward, left thigh parallel to the floor. We'll flow with a few breaths through these two shapes. Exhale, hips move back, spine rounds. Inhale, chest curls open, hips melt down and forward. Last one, exhale back. Inhale to come forward. Right hand to the block or to the mat, left hand to the left thigh, Push your left hand into your left thigh, revolve your right ribs towards your left inner thigh. Stack the shoulders, look up, sweep the left arm to the sky. Shift weight out of your right wrist, down into your right knuckles, right fingerprints into the floor. Lift up, look up, open up if you'd like. Revolve the right ribs scattered, left ribs earthward, embrace the sky. And then look down, hand down. Once again, press back. Downward facing dog, three breaths here. Inhale fully, exhale completely. Inhale, and exhale. Last, biggest breath in. And exhale, let it out. Okay, take your knees to the floor and bring your mat to some wall space. So slide the short end of your mat to a wall. Hopefully you have some wall space to work with. And we are going to practice the art of hopping to the top of our mats. So facing the wall, take your hands uh, shoulder width distance apart, turn them out slightly, lift the hips up and back to downward facing dog. Look to the space between your hands, bend your knees, lift up onto your toes, draw back through the side to the waistline. 
Shift your shoulders forward a few inches until you feel more weight bearing in the hands. And then at the bottom of an exhalation, you're gonna hop your hips high to land your feet silently between your hands. So exhale, hop the hips high, land the feet between the hands, trying to do so with some control. So consider that the more you push down through your hands, the more you lift through the sides of the waistline, the higher your hips go, the more room you have to uh, land your feet with control between your hands. So this is not something that you're gonna master the first time. So let's try this a few times. So the uh, wall is there if you bounce or you jump so wildly that your hips hit the wall. And consider trying that. <laughs> Unless that sounds like it's going to injure you, uh, I don't want you to injure yourself. Um, but if you have some, uh, some experience or proficiency with handstand, you might just hop up into a handstand. So we're gonna do this a few more times. Step back down dog, bend your knees, lift through the sides of the waistline, look between your hands, ground through the knuckles, shift your shoulders forward so you feel your hands are more weight bearing. Keep your gaze between the hands. At the end of an exhale, pull your belly button in towards your spine and hop your hips high into the air. Land your feet between your hands. Okay, step back. This time I'm gonna go for it and you'll probably hear some crashing and banging as I fall on my face. Okay, so bend your knees, lift, <laughs> lift your heels, draw back through the side of the waistline, look between your hands, shift weight forward, feel your hands more weight bearing. Exhale and arrive. Okay, that was my heels hitting the wall. So uh, you, might, you might try this coming up into handstand. And then from handstand, you might try to lower your feet with control to the floor. Okay, I'll give you another moment. This is so fun. I'm sure you all want to do it again. So you can even pause the podcast here and do this for the next half an hour before resuming the podcast. Okay, <laughs> bend your knees, lift through the sides of your waistline, shift your weight forward, ground through the knuckles, look down, push down, exhale, and arrive at the top of your mat facing the wall. So let's use the wall since we're here. So step, um, step your feet. I'm about, uh, let's see. So what I want to happen is for you to have your feet hip width distance apart, lift and spread your toes, and then place your hands against the wall at shoulder height. So we're doing an L at the wall, so, uh, but with our feet on the floor instead of our hands on the floor. If you've done L at the wall with me before, we usually have our hands on the floor, not on the wall. So I want your palms uh, open, pressing your hands into the wall, look down at the floor, Lift into your kneecaps, press your thigh bones back, push your knuckles into the wall, hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart, draw your lower ribs in and back. So our chests and torsos are parallel to the floor. Lift into your kneecaps, ground through the inner edges of your feet, trying to keep arches in your feet. Press your inner thighs back and apart, and then bring your hands to your shins. So you might need to shift your weight back since your hands were weight bearing. Shoulder blades on the back. So keep this same uh, 
a parallel chest to the floor with your hands at the wall and then your hands at your shins. Exhale and fold forward. Fingertips to the floor in front of you or to blocks. Press your feet down, lift your head up, lift your hips up, lengthen the crown of your head towards the floor. Inhale, bring your palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Look to the wall and then place your palms at the wall. So I'm noticing as I go through this that my weight is shifting a little bit forward. So that might indicate that I'm gonna walk, that I wanna walk my feet just an inch or so forward to get uh, from the hands at the shins to hands at the wall without shifting weight in my feet. So I'm gonna look down and forward, hands, palms pressing into the wall, wrists at shoulder height, shoulder at hip height, push down through the feet, lift into my kneecaps, widen back through my inner upper thighs, shoulder blades on the back, and then hands to shins once again, shoulders on the back, Exhale and fold in. Fingertips to a block or to the floor. Fold deeply into yourself. Inhale, palms to shins one more time. Exhale and fold in. Inhale, round your arms out, up, and overhead. Come all the way to standing with palms touching at the top. And then exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Okay, that's enough of the wall. Uh, so move your mat back away from the wall and stand at the top of your mat in Tadasana. Feet are hip width distance apart. Lift and spread your toes. Place them back on the mat. So again, establish that connection between your body and the earth. Root down through the legs, through the soles of the feet, into the earth. And then from the earth, Lift energy up through your body, up the length of your legs, up the length of your spine, up the crown of your head. Roll your shoulders back, open your palms forward, chin parallel to the floor, embody your mountain. With your next inhale, sweep your arms out, overhead, palms touch at the top. Exhale and flow forward. Gentle bend to the knees, fingertips to the mat below, release your head. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, circle up. Palms touch, exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Roll the shoulders back one more time. Half Surya Namaskar A, inhale, sweep up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway, palms to shins, shoulders on the back. Exhale and fold in. Fingertips down, head releases. Inhale, rise with the breath, sweep up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. I encourage you at this point to step your inner feet together. If that is not a possibility, then slide a blanket or a block at its lowest setting between your thighs. Again, lift and spread your toes, ground through the heels, engage the muscles of the legs, lengthen the tailbone down. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, interlace your fingers, cross your thumbs, point your index fingers skyward. Inhale, grow tall, lifting out of the waistline as you root from your tailbone to your heels. 
Exhale, lean your upper body to the right as you shift your hips gently to the left. Use your right arm to lengthen your left side body. Soften the edges of your mouth, keeping your hips and chest squared forward. Recognize sensation in your body. Again, let the pose bring you into this moment. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? Where can you direct your attention and your breath to create expansion and release? Inhale, back through center, grow tall. Exhale, lean to the left. Shift the hips gently to the right. Keep the legs engaged so that the kneecaps are lifting away from the floor. Use your left arm to gently pull your right side body longer. Again, be present with the experience of this shape. If you are feeling intense compression or pain in the low back, then don't lean so far to the left. Re-engage the legs, lengthen down through the tailbone to try to release or alleviate that pain and tension. Inhale back through center and interlace your fingers behind the back of your skull. Cup the base of your skull with your thumbs, wide your elbows out to either side of the room, and hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Tilt your chin and gaze up, and focus on the space of your heart. As you inhale, imagine the chest filling like a helium balloon, expanding. As you exhale, release the lightness of your heart skyward. Inhale, expand the heart space. Exhale, start to look back, lean back as the heart floats skyward. Elbows out, shoulder blades on the back, feet pressed firmly into the mat, grounding through the heels, lifting to the kneecaps, lengthening down through the tailbone. As the upper body tilts back, shifts back, looks back, the hips and legs remain firm and grounded. And then ease your head forward, elbows forward. Release your arms to your sides. Roll your shoulders in big circles forward, up, back, down, forward, up, back, down. The hula hooping of the shoulders, if you will. And then in the other direction, back, up, forward, down. Back, up, forward, down. Sweep the arms overhead with your next inhale, palms touch at the top, exhale and flow forward. Gentle bend to the knees, head releases, hands to the floor to a block. Inhale, palms come to shin, shoulder blades on the back, halfway lift. Exhale, walk your fingertips behind your heels and sit down into your imaginary chair. Round your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knees, tuck your tailbone towards your heels. Breathe here, curling into yourself. Isometrically pull the fingertips on the, on the floor. Pull them forward to round your spine more. Tuck your tailbone, hug your knees and ankles together or squeeze that block. Let's slowly lift the hips. Walk the hands forward, fold forward. Inhale, palms to shin, shoulder blades on the back, chin and chest forward. Exhale, fold in, release the head. Inhale, arms sweep up, overhead, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Inhale, arms overhead, interlacing the fingers with the opposite thumb in front. Figure that one out. We reach up out of your waistline, push down through your feet, engage your legs, grow tall as you inhale. Exhale, lean right, hips left. Use your right arm to pull your left side body longer. Root through the left heel. 
Keep the hips and chest squared forward and slowly, mindfully begin to turn your gaze up beyond your left tricep muscles. For me, that's kind of a profound change in the pose, bringing my awareness into my outer middle ribs. So maybe that's true for you, maybe it's not. <laughs> our bodies are all different, so we're exploring. We only get to really explore our own bodies in yoga for the most part. <sighs> I mean, I'm only exploring my own body. Inhale, come forward. Look to the space in front of you. Exhale, lean the upper body to the left. Hips shift right. Use the left arm to pull the right side body longer. Keeping hips and, hips and chest squared forward. Mindfully start to turn your gaze up towards the ceiling beyond the right tricep muscles. Notice if, for you, that changes the experience of the pose. Root through the heel. Breathe along the right side. Inhale, back to center. Exhale, arms to your sides. Hands behind the head, interlace the fingers, cup the base of the skull in the thumbs, widen the elbows out to either side of the room, hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart, press your feet down, engage the muscles of your legs, tilt your gaze skyward as you inflate the heart as you inhale. Let the space of the heart float skyward as you exhale. In this way, slowly, gradually start to lean back, look back, curl back, Lengthening the back of the body by lifting the heart, the longer the back body, the more space you have to curl back, opening up the front side of the body. Push down through your feet, lift into your kneecaps, lengthen down through your tailbone. As the upper body leans back, create stability in the legs. And then bring the chest forward, elbows forward, head up last. Release your arms to your sides. Inhale, arms overhead, palms touch. Exhale, gently fold forward, bending the knees as you bring your fingertips to the floor in front of you. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fingertips behind the heels, sit down into your imaginary chair, hugging ankles and knees together or toning your thighs into your block. Round your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards your knees. Keep your belly button pulling towards your spine, tailbone tucking towards your heels. Soften the edges of your mouth. Open up, become aware of, communicate with your back body for five, four, three, two, and one. Push the hips up, walk the hands forward, exhale, fold in. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise to stand, arms overhead, palms touch at the top. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides, Tadasana. We're going to do a few full sun salutations. Inhale, sweep the arms up, palms touch. Exhale, gently bend your knees as you fold forward. Inhale, palms to shins, half lift. Exhale, fold in to send the right leg back, low lunge, right knee to the floor. Inhale, sweep the arms out, up and overhead, palms come to touch as you look up. Exhale, hands frame the front foot, send the left leg back, plank position. Inhale in your plank. And exhale, either lower down knees, chest, chin as we've done, or chaturanga. Inhale, curl up, cobra as we've done, or upward facing dog if you know it. Exhale, lower down, press back, downward facing dog, three breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. I lost count, I can't even count to three. Inhale, <laughs> in. 
Exhale out, look to the top of your mat, bend your knees, lift onto your heels, drop through the sides of the waistline, look to the space between your hands, exhale, hop, or step to the top of your mat, fold, inhale, palms to shins, exhale, fold, inhale, rise with the breath, look up, palms touch, exhale, hands to your heart center, arms to your sides, again, inhale, look up, reach up, exhale, flow forward. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fold in, step the left leg back, knee down. Inhale, sweep the arms up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, frame the front foot, send the right leg back, plank position. Exhale, lower down, method of your choice. Inhale, curl up, shoulder blades down the back. Exhale, push back, push up, downward facing dog, one breath in. One breath out, breath in, and breath out. Last biggest breath in, complete exhale. Bend the knees, inhale, look between the hands, exhale, hop the feet to the top of the mat, exhale in your forward fold. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fold in, release the head. Inhale, sweep the arms out, up and overhead, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. You might have thought that I said a few sun salutations, but then we would be uneven because we would have done one side twice and the other side once, so three, being implied by few, was misleading. We just did two, and that's all we're going to do for now. Left foot grounds, right heel to a hover. Find your balance on your left leg. Extend down through your right heel, pull back through your right toes with your hands on your hips. Make sure that your hips are square at the same height. Establish your balance. And it's nice to recognize here that your left foot does a lot of the balancing on its own. So you might notice a little wobbling inside of the foot, to outside of the foot, front of the foot, back of the foot, all of that, really you're not controlling much consciously. So just appreciate and <laughs> recognize the intelligence of the body in, the, in terms of balancing. Okay, with the hands on the hips, bring the right knee up, thigh parallel to the floor, and then extend the right leg forward. So likely the <laughs> leg's gonna drop down uh, lower than the hip. And try to keep lifting through the right leg. Wrap the right outer hip down. Hold for five, four, three, two, and one. Release the right foot down. Standing on the right foot now. Lift and spread the right toes. Place them down. Create a wide base with the right foot and bring the left heel to a hover. Reach down through the heel. Pull back through the toes. Hands on the hips to square the hips. Push down through the standing leg, lift through the standing hip, extend down through the left heel, pull back through the right toes, or the left toes, and then pull the knee up. So maybe even lift the knee higher than the hip, so the leg starts a little higher. Keeping the hips at an even height, extend the left leg straight. Push down through the inseam of the right leg, push out through the sole of the left foot. Keep the hips at an even height, wrap the left outer hip down. Five, four, three, two, one, release the left foot back to the floor. Step your feet about hip width distance apart. Uh, 
strap on <laughs> your imaginary hula hoop. Your really strap on hula hoop. Uh, so start making those hip movements one direction. And I think I mentioned this last week, but my wonderful Monday morning students uh, gifted me with a hula hoop, two actually. Uh, I've only been able to do one at a time, but uh, I'm hooked. I love it. I highly recommend getting a uh, weighted hula hoop that is the right size for you because it's fun. I just go outside with the kids and I hoop it up while they do whatever they do. Okay, turn the hips in the other direction, keeping the ankles and knees soft. And what is next? Let's do our whole wide-legged forward folded goddess uh, <laughs> whatever. Lots of We just do so much stuff. It's hard to keep track of it all, isn't it? Okay, so we're going to start with our goddess with eagle arms, one of my faves. Turn your toes out about a 45 degree angle. As I always say, you can always adjust the distance of your feet apart. So let's start with the hands on the hips. Begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes until your thighs are parallel to the floor. Extend through your inner thighs, contract through your outer hips, lengthen down through your tailbone. Weight in the heels, sweep your arms up like football goalposts. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, right arm underneath your left arm. Bring your palms together or grab shoulders. Elbows lift, forearms away from the face. Upper body back, head over heart, heart over the center of your pelvis. Extend through your inner thighs, contract through your outer hips. Weight in the heels. Soften the edges of your mouth for five, four, three, two, one. Sweep the arms overhead, keep your hips low. Exhale, left arm underneath the right. Wrap your arms together, palms touch or grab shoulders. Elbows lift, forearms away from the face, upper body back. Weight in the heels, sink the hips down to knee height, thighs parallel to the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Straighten the legs, sweep the arms up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, arms to your sides. Heel, toe, your feet back together. <sighs> Strap on your imaginary or otherwise uh, real hula hoop. One direction with the hips, knees and ankles soft. <sighs> My first trick, whether you can consider this a trick, <laughs> is I'm now trying to walk while I hula hoop. Uh, go the other direction. And then come to stillness. Walk your feet wide apart. Line up the uh, heels with the back edge of your mat. Make sure your outer feet are parallel to the short ends of your mat. You might turn your toes in just slightly from there. Have your blocks handy on the floor in front of you. Tone up the muscles of your legs, lengthen like down through your tailbone. Roll your shoulders back. Put on your superhero cape. Tilt your gaze skyward, lengthen along the front of your torso. And then as you exhale, bring the length of your torso parallel to the floor. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. And we did this last week. I liked this. We're gonna do the. We're gonna revolve in this shape before we fold completely forward. So bring your left hand to the floor in front of you. Bring your right hand to what we decided is a wide-based, shallowly filled glass of water. But still, you may spill it. Try not to spill it. Keep your hips at an even height. As you revolve your left ribs towards the right wall, hug your right shoulder onto the back of your chest. Check out your glass of water, make sure it hasn't spilled. If not, you may either sweep your right arm to the sky or wrap your right hand and try to grab the top of your left thigh. 
for a bind. This will help you bring the left shoulder blade deeper onto the back of the chest. Push the thigh bones back, lift the kneecaps up, revolve around that central channel, keeping the torso parallel to the floor, pushing back through the thighs, lengthening back through the tailbone, broadening across the collarbone, extending through the crown of your head. Soften the edges of your mouth, look up. And then if you have the bind, release it, right hand to the floor in front of your face. Left, sorry, I had to pause. I, my kids just uh, came home. I better close the door. Uh, okay, so which, which way are we going, people? Uh, right hand in front of the face, left hand to the glass of water. Revolve the chest to face the left wall. Sorry. Side <laughs> goes back. Uh, wrap the left arm on top of the right. Perhaps if your glass of water has not spilled, you wrap your left hand to the top of your right thigh, creating that bind, helping you pull the shoulder deeply onto the back of your chest. Engage the legs, ground through the outer feet, lift the kneecaps, press the thigh bones back, lengthen through the tailbone. Hug the left shoulder blade onto the back of the heart. Look up, extend forward through the crown of the head. Uh, look down, hand down. <laughs> And now we'll go all the way down. So uh, start to walk your hands back. Perhaps you line up the fingertips with the toes, keeping your wrists and elbows shoulder width distance apart, fingertips pointing in the same direction as your toes. And then extend the crown of your head. Let's go crown of the head today to the floor. So possibly it's like a flatter part of the top of your head. Or maybe mine's just been made flatter from practicing headstand for so long. But if you have a flatter part of your head, you might find that space on some ground, whether that be your mat, a blanket, a block and a blanket, a block and a block and a block, whatever it is to get your head grounded onto something. Then push back through your thighs, lift into your kneecaps, from your hips, lengthen down into your prop or into your mat through the crown of your head. Lift your shoulders away from your ears to lengthen the sides of your neck. If your head is on the floor, you might take this opportunity to push down through your head, push down through your hands, lift through your shoulders, and slowly elevate your legs into a tripod headstand. One of those things that uh, requires a little bit of practice, so one thing to do if you're practicing that or approaching that is just to start by just trying to tilt the weight forward into your toes, and then just elevate your feet a little bit off the mat, then a little more, then a little more, then a little more, eventually feet coming together. Press the thigh bones back, lengthen the tailbone up, shoulders away from the ears, these apply to forward fold and tripod headstand alike. If you're in your tripod headstand, start to make your way um, gracefully down <laughs> and walk your hands back below your shoulders, shoulders away from the ears, and then heel toe your feet back together, hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back through the sides of your waistline to come back up. Okay, circles with the hips, one direction. Whew. And the other direction. A lot of hula hooping practice today. <sighs> I'm just, I'm really just loving being an expert at hula hooping now. Um, <laughs> JK. Okay, 
so let's do uh, what I promised earlier and do our half moon with the bind. So make sure your mat is far enough from a wall so that if you come up, you're not going to hit the wall. So let's say a good uh, yard from the wall on either side of your mat. Step to the middle of your mat. Feet together, hands together in front of your heart. Exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart. So wide here means that uh, with the feet parallel to the short ends of your mat and your arms extended to the height of your shoulders, your ankles are below your wrists. If you have a mirror, you might be able to see that. Otherwise, it might be hard to gauge from the vantage point of your face. Okay, turn your right toes out to, an, uh, to the right wall. And then bring your block to the outside of your right shin, setting up for triangle pose. Exhale, right hand to the block, left arm to the ceiling. Lift into your right kneecap, pull back through your right hip, wrap your left hip to the wall behind you. Broaden across your chest, possibly look up. Softening the edges of your mouth as you do so. And recognize the experience of this pose. What do you feel? Where do you feel? How might you describe the experience of this pose? To me, this is like a very expansive posture, very uh, <laughs> expressive of inner light. Okay, from here, take your gaze to your right ankle, left hand to the hip, step your left foot in about halfway to the right foot, and then step your hand with or without the block in front of your right foot and off to the right. Push down through your right foot, elevate your left leg to the height of your left hip. Wrap your left hip on top of your right, push down through your right foot, stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder. Sweep the left arm up, take the gaze up, push back through the left foot, extend forward through the crown of the head. If you'd like, take the bind. So the easiest way to grab that left ankle with the left hand is to bring the knee into the chest. Grab the outside of the ankle and then kick the thigh back. If you're uh, experienced in this pose, you might just bend the left heel to the left hip and try to grab the, the ankle behind the hip. Hug the left shoulder blade onto the back of the chest. Kick the foot into the hand. Push down through the standing leg. Lift into the standing kneecap. And perhaps take your gaze up. What about experimenting with balance here and taking your right hand off the floor, possibly to the wrist or the ankle, I mean, or to the heart space? Pretty tricky. Okay, wherever you're at, release the foot, and we are going to make our way back into a uh, triangle pose. So try to move with grace, setting the left foot back down, bring the block to the outside of the right uh, right shin, open up. Come back to that expansive, expressive, inner light uh, emanating triangle pose. And then pull up through the left arm, turn the right toes forward, turn the left toes out, second side. Block to the outside of the left shin. Square the hips and chest towards the right wall. I guess it's the right wall. <laughs> The correct wall, <laughs> sweep your arms up to the height of your shoulders, exhale, left hand to the block or to the floor at the outside of your left shin. Push down through the left big toe ball and lift into the left kneecap, pull back through the left uh, hip, 
and then turn your chest open towards the right. Broaden across your chest, look up. Again, take your time here to recognize the properties of this pose, where you're feeling, what you're feeling, how you might describe the sensations, the experience of this posture. And then from here, right hand to the hip, gaze to the left foot, bend the left knee, step the right foot in about halfway, step the left hand with the block in front of the left foot. Press down through the left foot, lift into the left kneecap, stack the right hip on top of the left hip. Revolve the right shoulder on top of the left shoulder. Open the chest and the front of the pelvis towards the right wall. Ground through the left foot, lift into the left kneecap, lengthen through the foot, lengthen through the tailbone. And if you'd like, either bend the knee, grab the ankle behind the hip, or for easier access, bring the right knee into the chest, grab hold the outside of the foot or ankle with the right hand, and then kick the thigh bone back. Stack the hips once again. As the thigh bone pushes towards the wall that your back is facing, lengthen through your tailbone, right shoulder blade on the back of the chest, Again, little play here. You might lift your left hand off of the floor, maybe bring the hand to the ankle. Experiment with bringing the hand to the heart space. You really need to concentrate to do those things. So a little trick of yoga is challenging you to do uh, weird and awkward stuff for the sake of getting you into your body, getting you into the present moment. At least that's the way I see it. Um, Okay, release the foot <laughs> and gracefully <laughs> make your way back to triangle. Um, I'll have to work on that one for the live stream tomorrow because mine, not so graceful. Open up, shoulders stack, extend through the legs, run across the chest, look up as you reach up. And then pull up through your right arm, come back to center. Left toes turn forward, hands together in front of your heart, exhale, hop or step your feet back together. And then stand again in your mountain pose. Stand in your strength. Shoulders back, palms forward, chin parallels the floor. Feet rooting down. And then from that connection to the earth, growing tall, growing broad, immovable. Reconnect with your breathing at this time. You might re-engage Mula Banda even. Or not Mula Banda. Um, <laughs> what's that called again? <laughs> I really forgot. Um, I know you're all shouting at me for home. The triumphant uprising breath. Draw a gentle contraction in the back of your throat. Ujjayi. Step to the top of your mat. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, palms touch. Exhale, gently bend your knees as you flow forward. Inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, fold in, step the feet back, plank position. 
Roll to the outside edge of the right foot, inside edge of the left foot. Sweep the left arm up, look up, stack the shoulders. Look down, hand down, inhale, plank. Exhale, left foot, outer left foot, inner right foot. Sweep the right arm up, lift the hips. Soften the edges of the mouth. Exhale, hand down. Inhale, plank. Exhale, outside edge of the right foot, inside edge of the left foot. Left arm sweeps up. If you'd like, lift the left leg up. Elevate the left leg for five, four, three, two, and one. Hand down, foot down. Plank position. Inhale and plank. Exhale, outside the left foot, inside of the right foot. Sweep the right arm up. Lift the hips. Stay here or elevate the right leg for five, four, three, two, and one. Hand down, foot down, knees down, lie on your belly. Chin on the floor, lift the legs one at a time, arms at your sides. Take your right arm out to the right like a wing. Look to the right thumb. Line up your thumb with your gaze, and then turn your right cheek to the floor. Press your left fingertips into the mat and roll onto your right shoulder. Stacking the hips. Breathing into the right shoulder, the upper right outer ribs. If you want more from this in the shoulder, left foot can come down, left hip can melt down. Again, breathe into the shoulder, the upper outer ribs. If you want more from this, right foot to the floor. Left hip might come all the way down to the mat. Breathe again. Notice. Do you need more to get you into your body? To deepen the conversation. If the conversation is where it needs to be, stay here. If you'd like to say more, sweep the left hand back. Interlace the fingers. Okay, slowly make your way out of that position. Roll back onto your belly, keeping your gaze uh, turned left, right cheek on the floor, extend your left arm out. And then turn your left cheek to the mat, right fingertips on the floor, push into the mat to lift up onto your left shoulder, lift up onto your left hip. Either legs are stacked or right foot is on the floor, right hip melts towards the mat and breathe here. Breath, awareness, prana into the left shoulder, the left outer upper ribs. I always forget to mention this on the first side, but if you want some padding underneath your head in the form of a blanket or a block, uh, make it happen. And if you need more, left foot to the floor, breathe again. And as with many poses, you might recognize that the two sides might be approached, uh, well, they should be approached uh, with curiosity, with kindness to your body, and recognition that you might not be uh, in the same position, in the same depth on each side. So if need be, extend the right arm back to try to clasp the fingers.
And then there's this idea of the Goldilocks pose, uh, finding that space where the pose is not too cold, where it's of little interest and your mind just takes the opportunity to move on to the next thing. And it's not too pop of air, it's not too hot so that uh, your mind needs to uh, think of something else just to dissociate from your body. Be in that space where the pose is uh, nourishing, helping you create deeper connections between your body, bringing you into this space that might need some attention, might need some uh, release, surrender. Now come back onto your belly. I mean, you could just pause and be in those shapes for minutes if you, if you like. Arms at your sides, chin on the mat, point your toes, bend your knees, keeping your ankles and knees hip width distance apart, reach back for your outer ankles and then flex your feet. So the soles of your feet open to the sky. So again, keeping your ankles and knees hip width distance apart as your heels and your knees will want to widen, uh, effectively compressing your low back. So keep the lower spine long by uh, toning the legs in. Shoulder blades on the back and then begin to kick as you curl up into your bow pose. Lift the thighs away from the floor, push the soles of the feet towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. You might feel the sway of your breath pushing you forward and tilting you back. Soften the edges of your mouth. Slowly turn up the um, effort on the pose. So inching the, the soles of the feet higher, thighs away from the floor, shoulder blades deeper on the back. Breathe into the front body. And then let it go. Left cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward. Big toes touch, heels widen apart. Head heavy, neck soft, upper back broad. Big toes touch, heels widen apart, lower back broad. Again, return to the breath. Surrender to this idea of just breathing. And one more time, chin on the floor, bend your knees, either point the toes or flex the feet. Reach back for the outside edges of the feet if you're pointing the toes. Ankles and knees tone in, shoulder blades roll back, kick the feet into the hands, lift the thighs away from the floor, let the shoulders be drawn back. And if you have grabbed the outer feet and pointed the toes, recognize the difference between this pose and the last pose. Again, it's a back bend. Again, the breath may sway you forward and back. Keep lifting through the thighs. Use the uh, compression of the back body. And a lot of the compression here is based on this kicking and pulling, uh, kicking of the legs up, kicking of the feet back, and pulling of the arms back. So really work on those actions to open up the front body. And then let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward. 
Big toes touch, heels wide apart, release the weight of the head, relax the neck, release the weight of the arms, broaden the upper back. Send breath, energy to the back body. What feels, what feels appropriate for your gaze today? Are you taking a soft gaze at the edge of your mat? Are you uh, tending to close your eyes more? Chin back to the floor, tuck your toes, plant your wrists by your ribs, send your hips temporarily to your heels, and then push your hips up and back for a downward facing dog. Push the hands down and forward, shift the hips up and back, and without much ceremony, we're going to come into headstand. So if you, um, if you have not practiced headstand with me before, or have not practiced headstand at all, um, then I'm not going to do much to instruct you here. You can listen to any number of my other podcasts where I talk extensively about headstand. But um, if you do not have a headstand practice today, you can either chill here in down dog or do a forearm dog or dolphin as they call it, or you can even come into child's pose. So if you're coming down into head, up into headstand, you might bring yourself to a wall if you're using a wall. Uh, knees to the floor, plant your elbows below your shoulders, interlace your fingers. Tuck your chin to your chest, lower the head to the mat, cupping the back of the head with the heels of the hands. Push down through your forearms, lift your shoulder blades together on your back, lift your knees up, walk your feet in, lifting your hips high, pushing down through the forearms, through the crown of the head, and either kicking your heels to the wall or elevating your legs one at a time or lifting your legs in tandem for some core work Okay, once you are up in your inversion, whether it be a prolonged dog, a dolphin, even a um, child's pose is a, a form of inversion, just any position where your head is closer to the earth than your heart. So it's kind of changing the normal circulation of blood. Squeeze the legs in, thigh bones back, Tailbone lengthens up if you're in a headstand. Soften your face. Can you notice your breath here? Notice the experience of the pose. So a lot of what this pose does is it tones the whole body because you're squeezing the legs in pushing the thighs back, lengthening through the tailbone. And all those, like I mentioned, standing on one foot, so there's a lot of intelligence in the balance that is beyond conscious movement. So all of that, uh, all, all of what it takes for us to balance is, um, you know, a lot of <laughs> muscle tone. So if you see a little, little teeny tiny baby, <laughs> they can't hold their heads up, they can't sit up, they have to grow all of those muscles to get the balance to sit up. So um, consider that you're building muscles just by putting yourself in this um, new or un <laughs> uncommon shape. 
And also, as I mentioned, the circulation of uh, the blood kind of changes as the orientation of the heart to the rest of the body changes. So as you're ready, you can start to come down, or if not, um, stay up, and you can just uh, pause. You can rewind the podcast <laughs> after you've been up and headstand for 20 minutes. Okay, uh, so at once you come down, sit your hips to your heels, toes pointing, tops of the feet flat. Push your hands down and forward to round your lower spine, just as we did in our earlier version of child's pose. And then, keeping the hips low, start to walk the arms forward. Release the forehead, the forearms to the mat. So not too active in the arms at this time. And as I said, there's the experience of being in a headstand. And what I find uh, is also very impactful of headstand is just the immediate aftermath of the pose. So once you come out of the shape, what is your experience? How is this child's pose new? It's, it's likely very different than the child's pose we practice towards the beginning of class. So now uh, you've had the experience of the arms forward. Let's swing the arms back. Palms turn up. Weight of the arms sinks forward, upper back opens. Breathe into the back body. Release the weight of your skull. And slowly, hands below the shoulders, round up through the spine, sit up, and then swing your legs forward to come to lie on your back. I'm really uh, luxuriated in my practice today and took you guys along for uh, maybe an extended ride here. You know, before um, starting the class, I thought maybe I'm, you know, maybe this will end up being a shorter practice. And it turned out uh, being kind of a longer than 90 minute practice. Um, so lying on your back, uh, pull your heels in towards your hips and then draw your knees in towards your chest. Cup the knees with the hands and then just push the knees into the hands. Rock your hips side to side. And then again, this idea of taking a little liberty with your movement here. So now through the end of class, a lot of what we'll be doing is kind of countering uh, the more um, extreme poses. So kind of uh, stretching out, um, releasing those areas where we were really uh, building a lot of strength. So, you know, listen to your body as you move side to side. 
And then uh, let's take the left foot back to the floor, eye of the needle pose, flex your right foot and cross your right ankle over your left thigh. Interlace your fingers behind your left thigh as you pull your right shin in towards your chest. So uh, the hands interlaced behind the thigh is one variation. To get the shin in a little closer to the chest, you might interlace the fingers in front of the left shin. And you might notice that this is a pretty common um, cool down posture. And you might want the hands in a different place uh, each day. So really, again, <laughs> listen to your body. Um, you might shift the shin from side to side to communicate with the low back, the right outer hip. So whatever's talking to you, uh, listen and respond with breath. Respond with subtle movement. Okay, let's go to the second side. Right foot down to the floor, flex the left foot and cross the left ankle over the right thigh. Draw the knee into the chest. Use the left elbow to widen the left knee away. And again, decide where you want the hands interlaced behind the thigh or in front of the shin. Might be different from side to side. Might shift the shin from side to side. You might uh, flatten the low back against the floor or tilt the tailbone up. So many small ways to change the pose and maybe a small change will profoundly uh, change what the, what the experience of the posture is. Maybe not. Be, be, open to, <laughs> be open to finding something new. Okay, uncross the legs. Draw the knees in and up towards the armpits. And then grab the outer edges of the feet for happy baby. Soles of the feet to the sky. Shins perpendicular. Rock side to side. One knee down, then the other. <laughs> I had this idea <laughs> the other day. This um, uh, you, you all know the movie, the movies. There's two of them. Uh, Freaky Friday or um, vice versa is another concept of this where uh, you change bodies. It's a both of those movies are an adult or a parent changing bodies with their child. But I was thinking of that concept in, uh, in uh, yoga. It's like you could practice yoga in somebody else's body and how uh, interesting that would be. <laughs> um, like, you know, we're all, we, can we can communicate somewhat what we feel in these poses, but we can't experience what somebody else experiences when they move through these shapes. Um, and there's obviously a mind component, an emotional component to that as well. Okay, bring your feet together, interlace your fingers around the outside edges of your feet, widen your knees out to either side of the room, flattening your low back against the floor. Push your feet into your hands, let your arms be pulled taut, heads of the arm bones lifting away from the floor. So bound, um, bound, reclined, uh, angle pose. Okay, feet together, give yourself a big hug. Um, you, you made it to the end of the podcast, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have done my own podcast before and it's easy to get distracted. So good on you. 
Uh, squeeze the legs together. Uh, wrap your chin to your chest, forehead towards your to your knees, tilt your tailbone towards your heels, squeeze in. And then let it go. Make any final subtle movements before finding yourself in a form of savasana. Just now I had the thought that it would feel really good to do a bow, uh, reclined goddess pose. So if you have the luxury of some props, you might use them now. So uh, if you have a bolster, you can lie the bolster down and then sit at the base of the bolster. So not on the bolster, but at the base of the bolster. Lie back on the bolster, knees uh, apart, feet together. Arms out at your sides. You can uh, slide blocks underneath your knees so that the extension of your inner thighs is supported on those blocks. You can place a blanket or a pillow underneath your head on top of the prop. Tuck your shoulders underneath your chest. Turn your palms open to the sky. So that's just an option, you know, if you do have the luxury of props. If not, take a traditional savasana. Just laying yourself down on your mat, taking the time to place your body well so that you feel supported, so that you feel comfortable. Eventually close your eyes. Scan your body. Noticing any tension residing in the toes, between the toes, around, in and around the feet. And by identifying tension, can we start to let it go? You are safe. You are supported in this moment. Relax your ankles, your shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle down through your buttocks, your uh, your abdomen, release tension from the spaces between the vertebra of the lower back, middle back, along the upper back. Explore the space between the ribs, lower, middle, upper, back, Sides, front. Soften those muscles. And by releasing that tension, perhaps you find an ease in your breath. Feel your fingers. Notice if your fingers are furled or curled in, might be making loose fists. 
If so, just let energy emanate through the fingertips, lengthening each finger. Opening the flat and flattening the palms. Relax your wrists. Put down the weight of your arms. Set down the shoulder blades, let them settle into the earth. Let the head be heavy, brain soft, face neutral, As you feel the air of the room across your skin, again, let the edges of your being, of your physical self, soften. Again, you might experience this as an aura. As the body slows, as the body settles, can we encourage our minds to arrive in this rested, peaceful space? Take a step back from the body to observe. Take a step back from the mind to observe. Recognize that perhaps there is a part of you that is beyond the body and beyond the mind. There is this consciousness that inhabits the mind, inhabits the body.
Stay in your savasana as long as you like. Might take a moment to pause the recording, or if you're ready, start to invite movement back into the extremities of your physical being. Maybe you start by wiggling your ears, moving the tip of your nose, or moving your fingers and toes. Start to reanimate the physical being. Do you like to stretch your arms overhead or rock your arms and legs or back of your head from side to side? Gently wake your body. Eventually you might bend your knees one at a time, bring your feet to the floor, extend your right arm along your right ear and roll onto your right side. Reconnect with your breath. Push your way back to a comfortable seat. Slowly moving the awareness back into the body, back into the mind. Invite your mind back to the breath. Hold your heart, hands cupping the chest. Join me in the single sound of Aum to close our practice. Exhale and inhale for Aum. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for your presence, your patience, and your hard work throughout the class. Again, I will be streaming a class uh, on Tuesday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. So uh, hopefully at 10 a.m. I'll make that uh, information available somewhere that hopefully you can uh, access. And hopefully uh, I'll do that again in uh, the next week, in the coming weeks. Okay, uh, that's all. <laughs> oh, namaste. Forgot about that part.